What are the things to say to your ex to get them back? Is there some magical words? What should be your behavior, your words? How can you communicate efficiently? Hello guys and welcome to Love Advice TV. I'm here with Coach Adrian. What's up Coach Adrian? Excited, excited to be able to do this topic with you. Yes, even if we know that it's not an easy situation for you, we want to motivate you and we want to show you that we have helped hundreds of thousands of people getting back together, saving their wedding, their marriage, saving their relationship and being happy together because this is something very important. Before we start this video or this podcast, it depends where you listen to us. Remember to smash the like button, subscribe because we provide to you as much free content as we can. So Adrian, this is the question, what are the what can, what are the things that we can say to our ex? What are the words we can use? What will be your first thing that you can answer to this question? First of all, I love this topic because in one way, shape or form, every day in coaching sessions, clients are asking me exactly a variation of that question. Mm -hmm. They want to know what to say to their ex. And oftentimes they want it to be scripted. They want to know the exact text they should send, the exact words they should use when they reach out. And so I think you're all going to really love this video. Before diving into some words that actually make sense, it is important for you to understand that beyond the words that you are going to say, if the energy isn't right, if the foundational work has not been done. Can I say even the mindset? If the mindset is not clear, you know? Like Absolutely. The, yeah. that's, that's actually the right word to use. If the mindset is not right, even if it is scripted by some of the best coaches in the world when it comes to communication with an ex, it's at some point going to fall flat. So you need to make sure that you are not in a vulnerable mindset that you actually are in control over your emotions and that you're not putting your ex on a pedestal and not looking for an immediate validation when you send the next text message, Facebook message, Instagram message, or the next phone call to your significant other. Because more than anything, we want to make sure that we convey detachment, well-being, happiness, and confidence in our communication with our significant other. How that looks like, what words to use, obviously will then vary depending on how things have played out. And we can go through various scenarios and things to say and things to avoid saying, depending on the type of the breakup, the type of breakup that you were in, the how long it has been since you last communicated with your ex and as well as what type of interactions have occurred since the last message that you've sent. So, you know, I don't want to disappoint you guys. I know you want, you want to hear some words that would make your ex, um, how can I say, hesitate, if you know, about the breakup, make your ex wants to come back with you, make your ex wants to listen to you. And I would give you some words that I would tell my clients, the people I coach on the phone. But before that, as you just mentioned, Coach Adrian, I would like to talk about a study from Albert Merabian. He is a very celebrity in a psychological world from Los Angeles. And um, he just told us that communication 
will be 55% about body language. It will be 38% about the tone of voice, the way we communicate, and only 7% for words. So as you just mentioned, it's not what you will say, guys, that will make your ex basically be hesitant, that will make your ex start to fear to lose you. It is also your body language, your tone of voice, the way you will communicate with your ex. So before to tell you what to say, I want to tell you my philosophy. Mm -hmm. And my philosophy is not easy because since the beginning we started this YouTube channel, I always told you, I want you to communicate with your ex like it's your best friend. Mm -hmm. Why? I'm not asking you to become friends with your friend because this is what people tell me, Coach mm -hmm. Adrian. Hey, Alex, I don't want to be friend. This is my lover. This is my husband, my wife. I want to be with that person. Mm -hmm. I know it. But tell me, with who are you very confident? With who can you be truly yourself? Without asking if you're good enough, if you're looking good, if you're enough smart, it's with your best friends, right? Mm -hmm. When we have your friends or coworkers that you love, you don't think about that, right? Mm -hmm. So I want you to be in this type of energy. Coach Edwin, what could be your advice for people to be able to forget that it's their ex and be in the better energy? So <clears throat> I think that what you're saying is so extremely important. And I get the same reactions mm -hmm. from clients when I um, ask them to make sure that they're communicating with confidence, with authenticity, that they're in a state of well-being, like they would communicate with a friend. Um, however, people tend to be fearful of being friend-zoned. And they also want to make sure that they convey how they feel and their love to their significant other. And a lot of times that will make you look needy and insecure. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's very important for you to do all of these things that seem unrelated to communication with them and to the process of building a new relationship, but that are absolutely essential, such as having a very active social life, going out, meeting new people, and um, at the same time making sure that you are really pushing yourself to not focus all of your attention on this one individual. Because by doing so, you're, you're in essence putting them on a pedestal, the stakes are so high when you communicate with them that you're stressed, that you don't want to make a mistake, you're walking on eggshells, and then you're not yourself. So some things that you want to make sure that you're doing is that you have a full schedule, you are actually proud of the life that you're living, you have new things to share, there, is, there are new energies, you're not in the dumps or just counting the days to just reach out to them. And then once you're actually taking that step, make sure that you are in a positive mindset. Make sure that, you know, you have gone to the gym or that you've gone for a run or that you've meditated in the morning or that you've said your prayers or that you're in that routine where everything is not riding on the line of this one text message, right? And so just as Alex was talking about body language, the importance of your demeanor, and um, all sorts of elements that are not just linked to the words, 
even if you're sending a text message or communicating with them on social media, those things still apply. And in coaching sessions, I often tell people to make sure that they are standing up or smiling when they actually reach out to their significant other. It just brings about a new type of energy, even if it's a message that is going to be sent where the ex is not necessarily seeing you. We're not in the business of pretending. We're not in the business of trying to, in essence, convey to your significant other that you have changed in order to just impress them. We're in the business of conveying real life changes and positivity to someone that does not see you in that way because of the baggage, because of the emotions that have flared up since the breakup. So if your transformation is real, if you have evolved, this will be conveyed to your significant other, even if you're sending a text message to them, for instance. Yeah, I love what you just mentioned, Coach Adrian, because this is the energy that we want you to be. This is the energy we want you to focus on. And if you do that, you will not realize, but subconsciously, everything will change and you will go with the flow and you will be able to find the right things to say to your ex without trying to calculate. Because every time you try to calculate, you come off like a robot. Mm. You're not yourself. You're not in energy. You're not a human being. You're just trying to do good. And unfortunately, it is not working. Mm. I have things that I want to tell you things that will help you communicate with your ex. So kind of words that I really want you to use. But before, we need to talk about the mistakes, the things not to say. And if you're watching our videos, at least in my videos, I'm telling you to not talk about your feelings, not to talk about, you know, the idea that you love your ex and you want to do everything for them and you want to promise things. Mm. Because when you do that, you will only make your ex angry, angrier at the situation. Right. So we don't talk about the feelings. We don't talk about the love because we want to shift through a new page. We want to shift to a new relationship. So that would be first thing to not say it's to talk about feelings, to talk, not talk about how you feel. Number two, I don't want to see you angry at your ex. I've seen this situation in coaching this morning, coach Adrian. So I woke up and I was having a text message from a client that told me, Alex, this is what happened. I messed up because she got angry at her ex. She yelled at him because she has a lot of pain in her side. So that's also one mistake. Even if your ex was not acting the right way, was not really nice to you, I want to make you just be cautious that bad energy, bad emotions will not, will not help you in any way. I'm not telling you that you cannot feel these emotions. You're a human being, of course. I'm just telling you that there is two things to never say to your ex. It's number one, to talk about your feelings, to talk about how much you love that person. Because in my opinion, it comes from a selfish position. Like, I love you. I want you. Okay. Yes, you have feelings. We can show them. We can just encourage your ex to come back, but not this way. Number two, never get angry. Why did you do that to me? You're not a good person. I should have none and listen to my mom. This will just create arguments. And we want to leave this stage if you want to get your ex back. If you want to feel better, maybe you will feel better. But let me tell you something. Like this woman that I received your text message this morning, you will regret it afterwards. Coach Adrian, what are the 
not, the things to not say, mm. to never say to the ex, if we can, because there is always nuance, but just generally. Yeah. You, you don't want to talk about the breakup itself. Mm -hmm. You don't want to talk about the breakup, what went wrong and your mistakes in a conversation where emotions are high. In essence, in essence, what we are trying to do is to create a new dynamic. We would like for you to write a new chapter where, in essence, you're going through an entire new dating process with this person again. So how can you have a clean slate if you are rehashing the problems of the past? How can you expect your ex to see you in a new way if you're bringing that baggage and that negativity and that stress into the present moment. And that is a mistake, a common mistake that I see. Of course, we're humans, we're hurt, it's challenging. And sometimes people ask me in coaching, well, what do I talk about then if I can't talk about the past? Well, that's why it's so important to make sure that you're doing new things, that you are active and social so that you can share those things as you would a friend. And that's why we started with this notion of communicating with your ex as if they were a friend. So avoiding to talk about your feelings and your emotions, the breakup, mistakes of the past will, in essence, enable you to start to talk about something new. And that is the essence of purposeful, intentional, healthy communication with your ex that will lead you towards a new beginning. I have questions for you, Coach Alex. I wanted to um, share real life coaching situations, clients that have asked me questions about what to say in certain specific situations mm -hmm. to see if you can give uh, our friends that are listening to us on our podcast, watching us on YouTube, some coaching situation specific coaching so i was coaching um someone in australia yesterday fantastic uh, individual who unfortunately had uh, neglected uh, her partner and um this person asked me you know for a while and they had broken up it was over nine months ago they had stayed in each other's lives this person that had been neglected started to date someone new. Mm -hmm. And um, this client watched a lot of our content, a lot of our videos, and they knew that not to talk about this other person, not to make a big deal of it. But um, the ex kept bringing this new person to try to really uh, give the relationship, um, you know, some, the, 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 the the credibility that it deserved. And the ex got upset saying, you know, why do you always uh, change topics or not talk about uh, this new partner? It's, it is disrespectful. And um, basically, you know, I, I, I feel like you need to uh, accept that I'm in this new relationship and, and, and stop flirting with me. So how would you respond to such a comment via phone or to a text message basically saying, I am uncomfortable when you flirt with me? Mm -hmm. That's a very um, 
difficult situation when you receive this text message because you have a lot of fears, you know, you have a lot of stress and you think that everything is over because your ex is telling you, I'm in a new relationship, stop flirting with me. So in this case, I think it's very important to understand what is the meaning behind the flirt, behind the text message. Her ex is just trying to set some boundaries, mm -hmm. right? He doesn't want to have this image that she's flirting, she's moving towards him. I guess because he has also some anger from the past. Why now? Why not in the past? Right. So I would just respond that, of course, I understand your position. I was not trying to flirt. I'm just myself. Mm. It's just because she wants to show that she has changed when he's attacking the fact that maybe she's playing a game in a sense. Mm -hmm. I would like her to assert herself and tell, you know, this is who I am. This is who I become. Because there is something, and this is one word that I can, I think that you can use all the time. It's like the idea of this electroshock. Mm. Like there is a before and after. And so in every coaching session, I'm trying to teach the people I coach how to communicate that it was this before and after around this electroshock. So this is who I am. This is what I become. Mm -hmm. We can communicate less if it's better for you, but I will not change the new version of myself because we are trying to open this new page. So that would be one side of the response. Coming back to why are you so uncomfortable? Why are we not talking about my new partner? I think it's important to respond in this case, guys. Hey, it's okay with me that you have a new partner. I just don't want to talk about it because I feel we should, we should have a secret garden. Can we say that in English? Mm -hmm. Our secret garden. The reason why it's because you want to make sure that they don't bring the ex, but you want to show that you're not uncomfortable. And my idea is that when you do that, you can lead to creating new chemistry. Mm. Maybe flirtation, being flirtatious is a little bit too soon, but creating communication, showing that you have changed, showing that there is this chemistry where you can really talk for hours, that would be the best solution. So if your ex wants to talk about the next, that's the, the way we call that person, I will just tell you that you can say that you're not okay with it. It's not bringing positive energy to communication with your ex. So I would just set some boundaries here. Mm, I love it. I love it. And um, honestly, she did a very good job. Um, awesome. Yeah. So uh, another uh, topic that seems to come up quite a bit in coaching sessions is linked to um, situations where there's a lack of trust. Either infidelity occurred or... Um, individuals feel resentful mm -hmm. when um you know the ex feels resentful when 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 you you're trying to reach out because they are hurt mm -hmm. and um a lot of times communication of this kind can be very volatile hot and cold behavior all of a things seem to be okay and all of a sudden they start the ex starts to bring up mistakes from the past <laughs> And clients sometimes don't know how to handle that type of negativity. Do you have examples, suggestions of what to say when an ex can abruptly or constantly bring up mistakes that have happened in the past? Yes. And um, that's bring me to one story. And I would like to have also your vision about this story. So it's a man that I coached, I think, one month ago. And it was difficult for me. Because in this coaching session, it was, I liked it because he was very transparent, very honest with me. He said, Alex, look, I'm 58 years old and all my life I've been cheating on my wife. Like I cheated 
I had a lot of women. I'm a successful entrepreneur. I'm a go, go, go guy. And I made this mistake to take care for granted. So when you are a coach, you defend love and this person come to you, you don't want to judge them because you know, it's not my job, mm -hmm. but you want to tell him like guy, like for 30 years, you cheat on your wife. Of course, then she will leave you. Right. And of what happened is that there is a moment where the person cannot accept anymore. Kind of like this lack of respect, if we can say it this way. Mm -hmm. So he come to me one month ago and he said, Alex, look, I've tried everything to get her back. We work together because I'm successful in my company. She's my uh, secretary, we say. And basically I'm seeing her every single day and mm -hmm. every single day I'm showing her how much I love her, how much she's important with me, how much I feel stupid. I have done what you say in your videos. I've gone to see a psychologist. I told her I would do uh, sexual therapy because I know that I was very sexual and she's not coming back. What can I say? Mm. I told him, buddy, I don't have any magical solution. <laughs> But I have, I want you to do a shift. Stop trying to get her back. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to make her trust you again. I think in your question, Coach Edwin, that's the problem. We want to make people trust us. Mm -hmm. But everyone, I, every time in my life, when I told someone, you can trust me, they never trust me. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, right? True. And you know, it's I like think- It's like a red flag. Yeah, it's a red flag. If you yeah. say that, that's weird. You don't have to say it normally. Mm -hmm. And so I joked with him on the, about this on the phone. I told him, do, it was coming from my father. My father was always telling me, if someone tell you they know, they don't know. So, you know, it's that you have this sentence in your mind that mm. sometimes stick. Mm. And so I told him like, stop trying to get her back. He said, yeah, but what should I do? Try to make her smile. He was really like not understanding my advice. So we go into details, but we are, we will not have time in this podcast that will be for another video. But anyways, what does it mean exactly? When your ex is hot and cold, when your ex is very positive and one day they blow up, it's because they want to trust you again. And the best way to trust you is to see that you can communicate, you can share your life in the best positive way. And being consistent, you will see that their behavior will be consistent as well towards the right direction. Mm -hmm. So he sent me an email yesterday and he told me, Alex, look, this is amazing. It is working. She accepted to go in a restaurant with me. Like she never accepted a date. It's not magical. I'm not someone that will do some superstitious voodoo things. I'm not, it's not magical. It's just rational human things. If you try to make her trust you, she will not do it. If you talk to her and when you come back for a trip, you just show the pictures of the trip, what you ate, uh, when you went for a run, what you discovered with a genuine intention. People can trust you again because the love is here. The love is here. Mm -hmm. But I think he was selfish trying to do what he wants, right. not trying to reconnect with her. So to answer your question, because that was a big of a story, but I feel people want to get the results, but they will not build the connection. Yeah. And you're really good, good at it. So I want to ask you this question. Mm -hmm. How can people build a connection? If we can take an example, when you cheated on someone, how can you rebuild connection? Uh, because it's not easy. Yeah. Un unfortunately, a lot of times what I see is that the words that people utter to their ex and the spirit behind the word are not always aligned. So your ex feels that and it's very difficult for them to trust you. And just because you've understood theoretically certain mistakes doesn't mean that 
you have evolved doesn't mean that you have built new habits over a sustained period of time that will enable your ex to see you in a new way or to start to trust you again. So um, if you, it, a lot of times that can be seen through an apology. Someone can apologize, but you don't feel like they're actually sorry. And the apology can kind of fall flat because there isn't that empathy, that deep empathy that comes with the apology that actually touches the heart of the other individual. And so that's why this notion of actually doing the work, putting the action, personal transformation is at the heart of our philosophy and of what we do. And to me, <clears throat> one of the most powerful things that you can say to your ex when the spirit of the word is actually there is I want you to be happy even if it's not with me. Mm. If that delivered the right way with true detachment actually alleviates a lot of the pressure and it enables you to really truly engage with this other person, not from a position of weakness and desperation, but you become true equals. You're no longer coming in the way of their happiness. You're no longer an obstacle to their happiness. And of course, if you don't actually feel that way, it's, it will fall flat if, if you don't mean it, right? But true love is detachment and you can love someone and actually want them to be happy even if you don't end up together. And when you're in that type of mindset, you become so much more attractive. You become so much, so much more trustworthy and you become a challenge again, because in essence, you're no longer selfish as coach Alex was mm -hmm. talking about. If you're fighting for this relationship because of your ego, because of your pain, because of your desire to seek validation, your significant other is not going to buy it. And it doesn't matter what we script sooner or later through your actions, they're going to be repulsed. And so it's important for you to be able to work on yourself to the point where you can be detached enough to say, Hey, I love this person. I have grown. I know that we can be happy together, but I'm not going to be selfish in my approach. And I'm not going to obsess over this end goal of getting back together. Because the point is to be happy together. So I'm going to do the work. I'm going to rebuild communication the right way in order for both myself and my ex to invest in creating this new dynamic that can lead us to happiness. The last example coaching situation that I wanted to throw your way because I know that they are going to be so happy is when... You're in a situation where an ex has blocked you or when an ex tells you, please don't contact me anymore. Mm -hmm. Can you give examples from coaching where the initial message was um, somewhat successful in helping rebuild some sort of contact where... You know, obviously there's no magical solution yeah. and I'm, we're not, I'm not asking for a copy paste type of scenario. A lot of things needs to happen, mm -hmm. but do you have examples where of initial text message or contact of some kind where people were able to reconnect even after 
an initial period of distance because oftentimes you get blocked and then you get unblocked or yeah. the next will tell you don't contact me but then they'll contact you mm -hmm. so yeah so there is no rules we are in a world where when i say a world is like process of getting back you know where there is no rules and i've seen some situation where they were blocked very scared came to me and i would tell you the way i was helping them The first thing I want to tell you guys is that if you are blocked or if someone is telling you, please don't contact me again, there is always a reason, always a reason, meaning that you have been too needy, you have been too available, you have tried too much and you were on the right direction. So what you have done was coming from a genuine intention. And we know that I know that, but sometimes it's not working. So. I always try and same thing. It's not a copy paste solution because we have to adapt. That's why we do private coaching guys. If you come on our website with myxagain.com slash coaching, you can book a call with us and we tailor really the plan to your specific situation. But what I try to do in this case, almost in every coaching, we try to disrupt the situation. So I would tell the people that I coach, you need to wait. We have to wait because we are blocked or because they don't want to communicate. We have to wait 21 to 30 days. Why? Because this is the rules from neuroscience for the brain to make it as an habit. So also they can start to miss you. They can start to see that you're doing some change. You're not harassing them. I know it's not easy, but you can do it because during these three to four weeks, You focus on yourself. We have done so much videos on, hey, this is what you should do. Go to, go to the gym, as you mentioned in the beginning of this video, do some social life and new things. Then I told them, you need to communicate in a way that they would be surprised. Mm -hmm. So you will tell them, you were right. It was too much. That's option number one. I would recommend this one in 25% of the situation. 75% of the situation, I would tell them to do something funny. Oh my God, I've been way too much. Thank you for blocking me. You slapped my face, but I woke up in a better shape. I just want to wish you all the best. And I want to, to do you to know that there is no negativity between on my side. And if one day you want to communicate again, great. So it's basically, it's when I say it in French, it's funnier. It's like, you can, you know, slap my face. Oh, thank you so much for that. We try to be like funny because they will be like, what is going on here? So, and this is great to regain communication. Mm. I want to emphasize on that. What I tell you in this video, it's not to get your ex back. That would be the final step. Okay, guys, you cannot go from block to getting back with an ex. So you have to go step by step. But if you show them that you can be funny about a situation that was not funny, mm. if they respond, which is happening a lot, mm. This is just the best way for us to go back to the attraction mode. So mm. that would be my uh, answer. But I want to know your answer because you, you bring me the ball, but I want to <sighs> see what you will do. What would be no. your advice on this one? So this is, um, this is fantastic. And acknowledging your shortcomings or acknowledging the breakup in this type of situation when done with tact and with humor can actually really lighten the load. Mm. Um, In any time that you acknowledge that you've accepted the breakup, no matter how you're able to convey that to your significant other, you are making steps forward. Because once you convey that you've accepted the breakup, that you're happier now than you were at the time of the breakup, that in essence, you are 
reinventing yourself, redefining yourself, you become a challenge again. And your ex is no longer threatened by you. Coach Alex told you if you're blocked or if your ex tells you, don't, please don't contact me again. It's usually because you have encroached on their space or you've done something that was so hurtful that they don't trust communicating with you. And so making sure that you are able to keep conversation lighthearted, not heavy, something that is easy for them to respond to usually is the way to go. And that's why I loved your advice, because in essence, you're not asking them for validation. You're just conveying to them that you have moved forward, that you are in a better place and that you can laugh at yourself. And I think that this is something that's, that's, that's really, really, really powerful. A lot of times what I have seen is people go and try to use a positive memory text in situations like this, but that can be a double-edged sword because it can come off as needy if your significant other has asked you to not reach out to them. Ultimately, I think that another way that you could approach this is conveying to them, celebrating a small victory. So if your ex asked you time and time again to um, start working out, for example, it's great to send them a picture of you working out and telling them basically, thank you for pushing me to become a better version of me. Or um, if you finally launched a business or graduated and they supported you throughout your journey, you can tell them this victory is also your victory. I know we haven't talked for a while, but I'm grateful for everything that you've helped me accomplish. You're not asking them for anything. You're validating them in a positive way. You're showing that you've progressed, that you've evolved, that you're moving forward with your life. And you're not necessarily asking for a response. And these types of text messages or, um, you know, social media type messages can also really help to reconnect in a positive way. And even if your ex does not reply to that first message, they are more likely to, re to reply the next time that you ask them a direct question. As long as you're not intrusive, as long as you're not, um, again, triggering them in any way, the odds are that you will be able to reconnect if you're patient. I want to thank you, Coach Alex, because those real-life examples of private coaching sessions are a goldmine for individuals who are following us on this podcast. And um, hopefully we can continue to, to do this for you, to inspire you, and to, so that you can learn from the mistakes and the positive steps that others have taken. Yeah, thank you so much, Coach Adrian, also for your time, for being here, helping me sometimes rephrase my sentence. And I just want to tell you guys that we are here for you, right? So we do as much as we can on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, on social media as well. We are here to provide you the best and you can continue the journey with us. If you look in the description box right below, you will have a link to grab some free resources. So we are providing private videos, things that we 
can say really on the YouTube channel that we want to keep also private for the community. You will just have to enter your email, but you can have access to very private video where we can go deeper into the philosophy that we apply and why we have so much success in what we do. Remember as well that you can come on withmyxagain.com slash coaching. If you want to book a private coaching conversation with us where we can listen to your story, listen to what your ex told you and just tell you, okay, this is what you need to mention. This is what will happen and how you can react. Mm -hmm. It's not magical, but we have such so great success. So I want to make sure that if you really want to give all of yourself the best chances, mm -hmm. just come to us withmyxagain.com slash coaching coaching yes if i just can yeah. add to this so sometimes in private coaching sessions the nuance the value is that i can i can be communicating with an individual for close to 30 to 35 minutes and one thing that they will say will unlock the entire puzzle of their breakup recovery and drastically actually change the the plan the game plan that um, I had started to formulate in my mind. And that's why private coaching is so unique and why I encourage you to really, you know, consider working with us, someone on our team, if you want to get that added push and that added support along the way. Yeah, that's amazing. That's what happened to me. You know, what like, one sentence can just boom. Okay, now I understand the situation. This is what you need to do. This is how it will work. And you can just know also that this coaching is for you as well. Like you will feel much better. Mm -hmm. Remember to smash the like button, subscribe, join this amazing community of men and women from all over the world. So we have built that with you and we want to continue to provide you the best. We have some inspiration for other topics just by talking to each other. So we will continue doing videos. We love you guys. Take good care of yourself and please, Make sure to forward this video to anyone that need it. And, oh, oh, and oh, oh, oh. Keep, keep fighting, fighting the, the good, good fight, fight <laughs> my dear friend. <laughs> Thank you, Coach Edwi. My pleasure. Bye, Take guys. Good care.